At Hatsis Lawyers, we're all about forward thinking. That's why we're one of the few law firms in Queensland to offer fixed fee legal help. If you have a legal problem, we have the solution. Now, here's your podcast. George, thanks for joining me. You're welcome, Ben. You're welcome. George, it used to be the case that if you had a job, you had it for life. But in these uncertain economic times, more and more people are wanting a stake in managing their own destiny and they're starting their own businesses, but increasingly without giving proper consideration to the legal risks. What steps do you need to take before you actually start entertaining that whole notion of uh, going out and starting your own business? Well, the first thing, I guess, what you've got to think about is, is this a startup? Is, is, it, is it fresh? You know, is it your, your, your idea and, and your little dream that you've had? Um, and that gives a whole array of different uh, problems and scenarios that you have to uh, sort your way through, as opposed to the fact that I want to buy myself a, a coffee shop that's already existing, as for an example. So I guess there's two different uh, views on it and two different types of businesses when you're first sitting around the coffee table with your wife thinking about it. So if we're talking about a startup, um, what what is the first initial things that a person should be thinking about uh, if they're about to you know, kick off something new? All right. Well, let's say they've had this this great idea that they think that they can market or take to market, and it and in today's world, it's the, these are taken up in a lot more uh, internet businesses and what have you. But um, let's say they think of the way they're going to deliver a, a product or a service. The primary thing that they need to then look at is okay, has someone else done it before? Um, mm. Am I going to impinge on anyone else's rights? So you need to look at that. So there's that intellectual property aspect. Yeah. And that goes then and uh, into the ownership. Right. Okay. Is there any steps that say, you know, the person at home, uh, you know, thinking about starting the business, is there anything that they can do sort of right now to ascertain whether or not uh, there is going to be some of those um, uh, legal issues, um, you know, be it trademarks uh, or, you know, a business name that's already registered or… What you what you do is, is you do searches with either the business names or the company names to see whether those names have been, have been uh, taken up or to be more complicated than that, uh, speaking to a trademark attorney as to whether that trademark has been taken up or a registered design has been taken up for what the little gizmo you may be thinking of, of, of producing and marketing um, and, and and looking at that aspect of it. A lot of people wake up in the middle of the night and, and with, a, with, a, with a paradigm shift and, and, and have their eureka moment that says, hey, listen, I reckon I can do something with this. Uh, for example, we acted for a client that came up with a U-Bute completely different way of catching lobsters. And the, um, the the cage was something like you, you'd never never seen before compared to what the traditional way was. So there was all those scenarios that I've just sort of described. Where he had to go through to make sure that he could even take the first step. Right, George. Now, if we turn uh, the table towards the existing business, the you know the business that has been you know out there and uh, you know it's a small business, been in operation for five, ten years, and and uh, the owners want to sell it. For the new incumbent, the new person that's going to take the business on, a different range of questions for them? Yes, the same thought pattern, but a different range of questions. That's right, mate. The What you have to consider is, okay, generally in any business, 
a seller wants to maximise their return. So not only are they going to and look, let's use the coffee shop as the example. Yeah. They're not only going to they're not only going to want to sell the fittings and, and fixtures, being the coffee tables and the cappuccino machine, but they're also going to have a locality or, or, or a name that they think's got that's got value. Now that that is called goodwill. So when you're looking at wanting to uh, get maximise goodwill, the Flip side of that is the buyer wants to make sure that that's that that's solid, and that therefore if they're going to pay anything for that, this is this intangible asset that that's called goodwill. If they're going to pay anything for that, they want to make sure that that's secured. So what would they do? They'd check to make sure the business name that is being sold to them, and and you know you're going to have to secure this in any contract that you sign, mm. is actually registered. You know, is there a trademark that goes with it? So is that actually registered as well so there's the same sort of flow on of inquiry as there is with the startup but this is far more tangible because you've got something that you that that you're were actually having to check right okay so the, the same sort of robust inquiry needs to happen and I, I i suspect that that sort of inquiry is uh you know perhaps best not done by the the business owner but um you know people uh, that uh, do this day in day out well that's what we do in our our commercial team does that every day of the week and you know if, if it if it's a highly technical ip we have relationships with uh trademark attorneys who come and see our clients in-house here the importance of being able to get that right is the difference between spending a lot of you could uh, find yourself spending a lot of money for those coffee t- coffee tables as opposed to having a business name that you know had some value and you don't want the owner going away and another coffee shop with that same coffee na- coffee uh, coffee business name. So they are quite important uh, scenarios and things that have to be looked at very carefully. Yeah, true. Uh, likewise, uh, you know, lots of people don't really give full consideration to the type of uh, structure. You know, the, the business, is it going to be a sole trade or is it going to be a company or is it going to be a, you know, a, a company operating under a family trust? Lots and lots of uh, things there that people need to know as well. Their circumstances and their factors that must be considered before they enter into this. And let's face it, when you first start thinking about buying that coffee shop or, or mechanical workshop or whatever it might be, you've got plenty of time by the time you, you're about to enter into the contract. But it's, it's that old Boy Scout motto, you know, you know you've, got to, you've got to be be prepared. Well, a lot of people just aren't and they need to make sure they've seriously considered how they're going to own the, that business. If I can explain it this way, an accountant looks at the business and will advise a client as to the structure required and predominantly their focus is on, okay, how much tax are they going to have to pay? And yes, that's very, very important. But the lawyer should, with a capital S, should look at the structure as to make sure are they protected from risk. Therein lies the two discerning, distinguishing facets between what the lawyer should be looking at and what the accountant should be looking at. We should be looking at what it is by virtue of risk. In other words, it doesn't matter to us as lawyers if the business isn't making a lot of money. What we should be worried about is, is the, is the client who's going to buy that business going to get sued day one and lose everything that they own? That's what the structure's about. And a lot of people lose sight of that.
George, just in closing, is there something that um, people should do more or less immediately when, you know, either they're, they're about to start the business, okay, so they've had the idea and they're thinking, okay, right, um, I, I, I now want to act. What should be their first port of call? Where, you know, where's the, the first place they should go? Well, we have a small business planning consultation. And part of our asset and risk protection consultations as well cover similar ground. We would advocate that for a fixed fee, you come in and see us, as well as seeing your accountant. That can be that that could be done as as well. But you need to see both both uh, professions, and you sit down with us, and we can explain what risks there are. For example, in a business, where are your risks going to be? Your risks are going to be firstly. Are my, are my customers likely to, to sue me if I do something wrong? Are my, uh, are, are my staff likely to take my clients away from me because I haven't properly engaged with them? Are my suppliers likely, likely to sue me if I haven't properly entered into credit application and agreements with them? So there's all those sorts of factors, which a lot of people are seduced by going into the business thinking, oh, great, that's what, I, that's what I've, I've been dreaming to do. But unfortunately, the grim reality is that you've got to, uh, got to look at all these other aspects. And so therefore, our, our fixed fee planning consults deal with that and deal with the client one-on-one and, and, and we try and deal with what their requirements are, what their personal arrangements are, and what sort of entity is going to suit them. For example, it might just be a straight trading company. They may have a family, so therefore a family trust or a trading trust may be the way we need to look at things. And we'll explain what all that means. And so therefore, in tandem with the financial advice they'll get from their accountant, they can then be secure in knowing that that's the way the business should be set up. And they can then put that entity in place and have it ready for when they sign a contract or you know, kick off the business. Thanks for listening. We hope you found the podcast useful. If you have any questions, simply reach out to us at www.hatsis.com.au or by simply calling 3345 4388.